the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Pump day. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kasia with his hump day. Already played it. Oh, I was kind of distracted. Actually, I, I wasn't sure if I should open the show with this because it's a little sad, but I do want to give a shout out and love down and prayers to my people in Louisiana. Evidently, uh, because of the tornadoes, it has been confirmed that there's a, a, at least three dead uh, down in Louisiana from that. Not the time of year where we usually had tornadoes. So um, that's why I was a little distracted at the open of the show and didn't hear that. Because Complain I was, for you again if you want. Uh, no, not necessary. Just uh, sending lots of love to my peeps down in Louisiana right now. Y'all stay safe down there. Glad to have you guys here with us. So much to get into on tonight's show. Breaking news coming out from the Republican Party regarding the origins. A report having to do with the origins of the COVID uh, virus, the China virus. We're going to share that with you guys. Lots of news related to the border. Has Gavin Newsom, is it, has he decided to start hashtagging build the wall, hashtag seal the border? Is that what we're going on today with the, what are they, what's the word about him and his hair? What's the nickname for him? Not Gillette hair. Uh, but gelhead, gelhead, maybe that's what they call Gavin Newsom. Lots of breaking news having to do with the border today could be because Title 42 is about to be removed while we've got caravans of people lining up, crossing at thousands of people just openly crossing over into our country. While we send, I think reports are there's a big spending bill that the Republicans are about to about to hand a blank check. We got a lame duck Congress where in a couple of weeks, the Republicans are about to take over. And what do we have the current Republicans in office doing the uniparty? I know. Let's just write a blank check to the Democrats and give them practically a year's worth of spending so we can cut off the knees of the incoming Republican majority in the House. We got that to talk about tonight. There was quite the dust up. I was not really a big fan of Nancy Mace until I saw her just practically tear the wig off of this uh, person, this LBGT committee hearing today. Evidently, you know, the Democrats, I think, hauled evidently hauled in a bunch of people in order to continue the push. Uh, on the basis of this supposed, quote, uh, what they're calling the Respect for Marriage Act, it's the Disrespect for Marriage Act. This continues to be uh, a top story today because that is the top Trojan horse Trojan horse in which the Democrats are using to take uh, take us over from within. So, so much to get into tonight. Before I go any further, i got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. 
Uh, instead of playing a snazzy liner, I'll just say, you go with your bad self, Senator Kennedy. Mm-hmm. All righty. And you guys go there who are watching us on um, Facebook Live on the stream. Evidently, they're saying that there's no sound. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to address that. If uh, it, it looks like we've got sound on our end. So some and people might be saying, well, Andrea, why are you talking about no sound to people that can't hear you? Well, sometimes we have people that are watching um, so that they can see me visually while they're listening on the radio. So just wanting to let you guys know that we'll check we'll check on that on the break. 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. How much does it matter to you, the origins of COVID? How much matters to you on the origins of COVID? Does it matter to you whether or not uh, the origins might have been tied to China's bioweapons program? Is that really relevant at all? Or is it really the biggest issue for you guys, whether or not um, the government... Um, not whether or not we know we know that the issue was whether or not it was a real virus for us here in the United States. It was about the government's overreaction to it. I do think it matters what the origins were because the taxpayers of the United States were paying for it. We paid for gain of function. And if the gain of function research that we were paying for that manipulated a virus in order to see how lethal they could make it, if that was a part of China's bioweapons program, then the United States of America funded a bioweapons program of the Chinese Communist Party to be used against who? Hmm. Here's what the report said tonight from the House Republicans. These were Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee. They're alleging in a new report that there are, quote, indications that COVID-19 could be tied to China's biological weapons research program and spilled over to the general human population. Uh, it, did anybody ever doubt that? I mean, was it not obvious? I mean, what, what, for what purpose was China working this thing up over there? For sport? I mean, is this what they do for fun over there? They had a, they had a purpose behind this. I never thought it was for any other reason. Why do you have to try to make something deadly so that you can then try to research? Because this is how it was sold to us. The gain of function research is for the purpose. Let's see how lethal we can make this virus so that then we can research treatments. Does that make sense to you? No. And in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. This report goes on to say, contrary to the implication of the intelligence community's declassified report based on our investigation involving a variety of public and non-public information, we conclude that there are indications that SARS-CoV-2 may have been tied to China's biological weapons research program and spilled over to the human population during a lab-related incident at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The IC failed to adequately, this is the key part, the salient part, the IC failed to adequately address this information in its classified updated assessment. When we attempted to raise the issues with the IC, it failed to respond. Was this, was this another accidental mistake on the part of the intelligence community? Is this another situation to where the intelligence community was so focused on trying to go after Donald J. Trump and anybody in a circle that, you know, like failing to uh, stop the Sarnayev brothers, they failed to pay attention to what the Chinese Communist Party was doing with our taxpayer money? No. I reported months ago that one of the funders, one of the departments in the U.S. government that was funding gain-of-function research in China and here in this country, is the Department of Defense. This is about our intelligence community hiding 
hiding what the U.S. government was doing and how it was using U.S. taxpayers' money to fund this crap going on over in China. In a declassified assessment of the origins of COVID-19 by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence in October 2021, I'm not sure if that was still Ratcliffe or not, the report states that SARS-CoV-2 was, quote, probably not a biological weapon. We remain skeptical of allegations that SARS-CoV-2 was a biological weapon because they are supported by scientifically invalid claims. First of all, uh, the Director of National Intelligence is not a scientific department. They are not the Department of Science. These are supposed to be the people that are like the spooks, right? And intelligence are the people that supposedly have the intel, right, of what's going on with our, with our enemies. These aren't the dudes that are supposed to be sitting there looking through a microscope. These aren't lab rats. These are supposed to be rats that infiltrate the bad guy groups around the world in order to tell us what's going on here. Probably not a biological weapon. And by the way, I, I reported on this this at the time. Probably not a biological weapon. Probably. <laughs> this is our intelligence community. It's probably not. We hadn't seen any indication of it. They didn't send us a memo. They didn't send. They didn't send us a text message. Like maybe Baghdad Bob. Nothing to see here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This report by the House Republicans also alleges that its investigation revealed serious shortcomings with both the classified and declassified versions of the intelligence communities likely skewed uh, uh, that uh, that included emissions that likely skewed the public's understanding of key issues and deepened mistrust. The committee believes the IC downplayed important information related to possible links between COVID-19 and China's bioweapons research based in part on input from outside experts, and they refused to be transparent with the committee regarding which experts it relied on. So the problem, one of the main problems that we have is that the people that are holding the intelligence the, and are tied to the law enforcement aspect of our country. The FBI, they're, they're all in this little incestuous swamp together, right? The FBI and the DOJ and the intelligence community. The people gathering the information that would be used in a court of law that are corrupt and criminal in doing so are the people that are a part of the investigations. These are the people that are investigating themselves and saying, no, nothing to see here. And then when they're asked for information, they're like, no, we ain't going to hand it over. Now, who would hold them accountable? The Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, Christopher Wray from the FBI. We're never going to get this information. Unless we finally get some, we get some Republican leaders in there in the House who have some, have some spinal fluid and some spinage to actually start doing some subpoenas. But then, then what we have to have at some point is somebody in the Department of Justice who's willing to issue uh, indictments. That's what we got to have. That's what we got to have. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll see if we can fix whatever sound problems happening on the stream. 888-344-1170. We're going to talk about a little dust up between Nancy Mace. Talk about having a spine. I'm I'm liking what she put down in this LBGTQ conference thing that went down. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, anybody out there got a Cambridge Dictionary in their house? 
I, I think I've heard of the Cambridge Dictionary. I think they they're one of they're one of the bigs, right? There's the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. There's the I, I'm not sure if the Cambridge is the same as the Old English Dictionary. Are you familiar with Cambridge Skins? Yeah, not particularly. Yeah, um, uh, they're evidently, you know. Um, I know they're one of the bigs, but uh, Merriam-Webster has always been in my home. Yeah, I guess they are. Might be interesting. For, in fact, can you do me a favor? As I about to share with the listeners, what the Cambridge? Uh, I'm not sure if they're the Cambridge Oxford Dictionary. If that's who they are, if this is the same group. Um, but you know, this the, the dictionaries are a tool, right? I mean, th- this is how you. This is how you teach children this is how society operates by the definitions right you've got to have definitions like um when you're when you're um teaching kids english right you know you teach kids what's what's a knife and what's a fork right when you've got little kids you teach them you start teaching them the basics right what's a bowl what's a spoon right what's a knife what's a cat i mean think of some of the basics right that you learn as a kid you learn um um dog horse then you start teach, teaching kids. What does the cow do, cow say? It says moo, no, right? Cambridge and Oxford are two totally different dictionaries. Two different things. All right. Um, so definitions are really how society operates within definitions, right? And and it's and it's one thing for a de- for a dictionary to later add some euphemisms or colloquialisms or new words that are not really part of any particular language. Or um, and 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 we also know that spoon in, in in English is different than spoon in French, right? Or spoon in Spanish. But universally, there are definitions that are not in question. Nobody decides to get up one day and say that a cat is not a cat. A cat is a cat, right? A dog is a dog, right? A hat is a hat here in the United States in English. A, sh- it, it, a hat is a chapeau in French, right? Society in the world depends on definitions remaining defined. A definition is meant for us to all have a, have a mutual understanding as to what something is. And you just don't go arbitrarily changing it. And then when you talk about something as crucial as who, who we are as human beings, it'd be bad enough if, if somebody just decided, you know what, that spoon's not a spoon anymore. That knife's not a knife anymore. The, a cat's not a cat anymore. Now a cat is some other species. But now... We've got the left in the world, and this is a worldwide problem now, where we, we have the insanity of the wokeism. And I don't even like the term woke, although wokeism is, is perfect in, in a theory in terms of a, a political ideology because it's not rooted in anything. It's not rooted in definition. It's not rooted in science. It's not rooted in principle, integrity, or anything else. It's just rooted in somebody's feelings. And there's, n- there's no institution that should be validating this level of mental illness. So here comes Cambridge, a dictionary. It'd be interesting for me if you could Google Merriam-Webster's definition of man or woman. Here's what Cambridge did today. The definition of woman, which according to them previously represented the longstanding view on sex, now states that a woman is, quote, an adult who lives and identifies as female, Though they may have been said to be to have a different sex at birth. Okay, let me reread that. A woman is, quote, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Who wrote this? 
Who's uh, glad here? Aren't they like who's who's the big LBGTQ people here in the United States to glad write this? Getting inside of it, uh, an adult. Okay, so let's start there. So, okay, by by your definition, Cambridge, it doesn't include children, right? This is an adult. So now the definition is also not based on it, it, it's it's changes at once somebody becomes eighteen. So what does it mean for somebody between birth and 18? I don't understand. Then it goes on to say lives and identifies as female, though they, interesting choice there of pronouns, although they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. So they used they, and then it goes on to have been said to have a different sex at birth. Completely destroying science. This destroys the underpinning of all society, and not just here in the United States, but around the world. I I feel like I'm a broken record, but when we have such an openness of the United States of America and the world and the Democrat Party pushing this in every, every area of our lives, knowing that this is how you destroy a society, there better be some pushback. And why do I feel like I'm the only one really spending some time pushing back on this? Where's the Republican Party? Nancy Mace did a really good job when it came to violent rhetoric, taking out an LBGTQ person at a committee hearing that had to do on on so-called the the big issue between white supremacy and LBGT going on. But there's nobody in the Republican Party, no major organization, no institution. I have listened to some of the biggest voices in churches in Christianity. I, I listen to sermons all the time when I'm doing household chores. I listen to Stephen Stephen Furtick, and it occurred to me today that St- that I have not heard. Week after week after week, month after month after month, year after year, I have not heard once Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church preach a sermon about this. Where is our church? I haven't heard in my local churches here in San Diego, I haven't heard them address this either. Even the churches that are the most politically in tuned, I have not heard them preach on this. A man is now defined, according to Cambridge, as, quote, an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. They provide a couple of examples here. Um, Let's see how they defined it. They say, oh, um, Mary. um, No, I don't see the example they used here. It doesn't matter. Let's talk about Nancy Mace, because she pushed back, at least on the violence part. I think one of the things I mentioned last night, one of one of the classic tactic of abuse by abusers is that either you give me what I want. If you leave me, I'll kill myself. If you don't give me what I want, I'm going to kill myself. If anything, if you don't if you don't participate in what I want, something happens to me. It's your fault. The threat of violence is the is one of the main tools in which they're using to try to continue to push their uh, their objective. For, uh, there was a hearing, House Oversight Committee on links between white supremacy and anti LBGT figures. Somebody made a good point the other day. If there was white supremacy in, in, systemically across this country, wouldn't we know it? And is it not the opposite that's true? Do we not have people that have been canceled constantly in this country on false accusations of white supremacy? Where is the, Where is all the systemic white supremacy, Skins? It's nowhere. 
So here, I want you to listen to this exchange, because the way Nancy Mace calls out this LBGTQ activist who is there to try to push the falsehood that the United States of America, this is the cover and this is the shield with which this Trojan horse meant to destroy the United States of America. This is the shield with which they hide behind that any anything that questions them, anything that denounces them, anything, any opposition viewpoint to every aspect of the LBGTQ community, any pushback is a, it puts them in, under threat of violence. So here's Nancy Mace pulling up some tweets from this person, this Carabola person, and, and and hoisting her by her own ugly petard. Skins, please play clip one. In court justice on June 25th, one of the witnesses, Alejandra Caraballo, tweeted out the following in response to a decision on abortion overturning Roe v. Wade. And I'll quote directly from the tweet. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. I know something about being accosted. The night of January 5th, I was physically accosted on the streets of D.C. in Navy Yard by a constituent of mine. I fervently blamed rhetoric, rhetoric on social media, rhetoric at public events, for being physically accosted. I carry a gun everywhere I go when I am in my district and I'm at home because I know personally that rhetoric has consequences. I've had my car keyed. I've had my house spray painted. I had someone trespass in my house as recently as August. I've been doxxed on social media about where I live. Um, and I've had to add to security everywhere I go, often because I can't afford it. I have to carry my own firearm wherever I go. And um, Alejandra Caraballo also recently tweeted on November 19th, not even a month ago, that the Supreme Court, vested with the judicial power of the United States by our Constitution, stated they are not a legitimate court issuing decisions. And also the Supreme Court is an organ of the far right. So my last question today of Ms. Caraballo, do you stand by these comments, this kind of rhetoric on social media, and do you believe it's a threat to democracy? Thank you, Representative, for the opportunity to clarify and provide context to my tweets. Um, I have a question, is it yes or no? Do you believe your rhetoric is a threat to democracy when you're calling to accost a branch of government, the Supreme Court, I don't believe that's a correct uh, characterization of my tweeted, statements. Though. Did you not tweet that? That you thought that the Supreme Court justices should be accosted? Did what I'm saying is that that, that is no? not a accurate characterization of my statements. On June 8th of this... That was absolutely brilliant. She tweets out, this individual tweets out that the Supreme Court justices need to be accosted which is a threat to the Supreme Court justices, which is quite frankly a felony. And yet this movement is daring to characterize themselves as those that are under threat while they're literally threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices. First of all, I want to know why this person has not been visited by by the, the feds and arrested. Why is it that we can have... MAGA Republicans arrested for trespassing, at, even when, even at the time, not just for, for something as low level, a low level beef like trespassing, but particularly given the fact that, that we reported here on the show that the perimeter around Congress on January 6th, they actually narrowed it in order to, to 
after the fact make uh, make it a trespassing uh, crime when it wasn't actually a trespassing crime on January 6th. But this person can commit a felony just like the others that committed a felony standing outside the justices' homes and threatening their lives and never be arrested. I'm sick and tired of these bullies, these narcissists trying to bully us, trying to manipulate us and bully us through, through claims of victimhood. There's no white supremacist movement in this country. There's nobody going around threatening. And, 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 one, and what, are the, what are the claims of all this violence? They used the story for years. They've been using the story of some kid that was killed in Montana or Wyoming of somewhere, and it was never proven. It was never proven that that kid was killed. Matthew Shepard, I believe it was. It was never proven that that kid was killed because he was, because he was gay or trans. Just like we've got this sham of a hearing in Congress, got to give it to the Democrats because, see, the Republicans are not doing this. The Republicans should be having their own committee hearings to where they're bringing all kinds of detransitioning people from the Navy SEAL to the kid Chloe to all these detransitioners and bring them in front of everybody. Bring bring a specialist. Bring me there. How many times have I told the story that I was that kid who thought a mistake had been made and that I was grateful that I didn't live at a time today in which people would have gone behind the backs of my parents and put me on puberty blockers. They know that 90% of kids change their minds after the fact, and that's why they got to get them when they're young and cut off their puberty and cut off their genitals in advance. And I'm sick and tired of these narcs, these narcissists trying to bully us. The only thing Mace did wrong there was actually refer to this man who's calling himself Alexandria now as a Ms. I don't have to respect somebody who's seeking to remove my civil rights under the false claims of being under threat. I want to play one other clip. It has to do with Representative Katie Porter. And, and by the way, before I play this clip, or may, you know what? I'm past the point of a break. I didn't realize. I got off, I got off on my hysteria skins. I'm going to take a break. When I, when I come back, we're going to shift gears. Because part of the reason why they're claiming this victimhood stuff is they want to, they want to shut down any truth and expressions about what's going on with connecting the dots between the LBGTQ and the pedophilia that's going on. We're going to share a, a shocking story of who this drag queen was that was brought to the White House yesterday. That and more. Don't go away. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was just checking Instagram and uh, my friend Dr. Gina Loudon Y'all know G. She got, uh, she was awarded, I guess, at Mar-a-Lago over the weekend. Uh, she was awarded the Lee Greenwood Patriot Award. Lee Greenwood Patriot Award. I'm just so proud of my friend, uh, Dr. Gina. I keep saying I'm going to go down and I need to go and visit G down in Florida. I just hadn't been, hadn't been able to get down there. Um, any thoughts I might have had of moving to Florida might be changed because I was talking to, um, Miranda Kahn, who's also in Real America's Voice the other day, and she was telling me that one of their apartments in, I think in her building, jumped $600 a month. In other buildings, the rents went up $3,000 a month. Wow. I might have missed the boat on moving to Florida. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the California here in the border uh, in a moment. I, you know what? I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this tonight. By the way, let me know if you guys think I should be talking about Sandy Hook. I'm not sure why there's all this stuff on 10 years later on Sandy Hook. We've had 
Um, I mean, do you guys think it's the right thing to do to, to memorialize? It's not a celebration. Um, I don't know if I, I feel like it's exploitative of that event. I feel like as a name. wrong. Uh, yeah. And I also feel like, is it wrong for me to be thinking skins? Is it wrong for me to you guys let me know? 888-344-1170. I feel like as a nation, we need to be commemorating things that have to do that. Um, this may sound wrong. And I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but we were not all affected by Sandy Hook as a nation, so it feels manipulative. We have we have, and particularly since we had Miriam Mendoza on the show last night, we don't have memorial services for those for Americans that have been killed by illegal aliens that it shouldn't should have never been in this country. It just feels as though it's elevating some victims of crimes over others, which is what hate crimes legislation does. It feels like it's elevating some victims over others and making them more important. And I just don't believe in that. I think if, I think national uh, national nine eleven. Um, Pearl Harbor, um, you know, you know, national terrorist attacks. Those are things that I think should be commemorated. You guys feel free to call and tell me I'm wrong. Last night, Jack called in from Oceanside and said he didn't like where I was at on the L.A. Council thing. 888-344-1170. Getting back to this LBGTQ thing. And you guys can also tell me if you think I'm making too much out of this. But I feel like this is how our nation is literally going to be unrecoverably changed and altered. Because if we understand the cultural Marxist movement, we know that that their plan is to take us over from within by destroying our Judeo-Christian principles, values, and destroying the family. And is there any and great, making those values illegal and, and, and criminalizing them? And oh, by the way, if you can destroy the family by you know destroying fertility, destroying male and female, wow, that's that's a win. We will get to the border in a minute because after they've destroyed the family, after they've destroyed the work ethic of Americans, after they've destroyed every value that we've got and turned Americans into people that think that they should just are snowflakes that should sit around and getting paid all day not to work, then it's, well, we got to have this flood of illegals. We got to have five million people flooding across the border within two years because, they, you know, somebody's got to work, right? That's the argument. That's the argument. I've been I've been saying since day one on these drag queens that story hours and that the end game was about normalizing sex with children and normalizing pedophilia. And I'm not the only one who said it. But where's been the Republican Party? This White House uh, invited drag queen has deleted some tweets, but but they always live on. I don't know if you know this skins, but there's something called a Wayback Machine, I think, or Wayback. Um, software or something or app that can actually, no matter what you what you've tried to delete, they can find it if you tweeted it. Maybe even on Facebook. And so um, this this particular drag queen activist, Marty Cummings. Uh, this is according to Breitbart. Had tweeted in the past. I posted this on Facebook. I don't think I can actually repeat the headline here on uh, the show at least I'm not going to because that's how graphic it was but he has this person has tweeted in the past first of all you can see in the article from Breitbart which I posted on on Facebook you can see video that this person has put out there and this is clearly 
uh, if you've never known what 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 drag performances were all about, and you didn't, and you really thought that it was just uh, a, you know a chubby man dressed up in a wig and, and too much makeup, cute curtsying around, it's not. Go watch. Go go to my my Facebook page or go to Breitbart and look up the the articles about this drag queen and look at the videos that are posted there, and you will see how graphically sexual this is. And the same man. And you have to wonder, is this why he was invited, Skins? The same person had tweeted out, the kids are out to sing, and then he uses two words that are graphically sexual that are male-on-male sex in reference to kids. And this is who was invited to the White House. Now, of course, in order to... um, cover this up and to pretend this isn't the truth. Here's what uh, Katie Porter had to say uh, on the issue. Clip two. You know, this allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. First of all, that's a lie. That's a conflation of a uh, conflict conflation or conflagration. I can't remember the term there. Uh, Nobody is saying that because somebody is gay or they're a drag queen, that that makes them automatically a pedophile. What we're saying here is that drag performances involving children is sexualizing children. It's sexual in nature and it's sexual abuse of children. That's what we're saying. And without question, it's true. You can just ask Katie Porter if you don't get it. You can go ask gays against groomers because that's exactly what it is. And when you see the tactics that they're using, it is grooming tactics used by adults who are trying to groom a child for sex. So what's going on here. It's absolutely the truth about what's going on here. And we better get we better get involved here as a party, as a nation, as a conservative movement. This should be our number one issue. The only thing that Republicans want to talk about is taxes in the border. And you know what? I'm all about doing something about this border. I'm all about doing something about this border. But we have got to, because you, you don't, if you don't have a border, you don't have a nation. But let me tell you something else. If you don't have man, woman, if you don't have family, if you don't have, if you don't have the traditional Judeo-Christian principles and values in this country, if you are a nation that's going to allow your children to be lambs to slaughter from these perverts, and this movement of people that want to prey upon their little minds and give them drugs to 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 mutilate their genitals if you're not if you're going to allow that to happen in this country then we're done we're done and i don't want to hear from anybody else wanting to run for office if they're not going to be willing to address this i'm not i don't have time to play the clip but a former senior communications person um, who's now on The View, I don't even know her name, uh, Alyssa Farrar, never heard of her before, but she was a senior communications director in the Trump administration, and she was on The View today saying that, you know, it's time for, you know, she represents the new Republican Party. Anybody who's not on board, and this was a reference for the Disrespect Gay Marriage Act that was passed, that, you know, the, the new Republican Party embraces gay marriage, and it's just all about love. And I thought this was a senior communications person in, in a White House? Are you, I, and I don't know if this is just her knowing that in order to get her checks cash from ABC that she's got to say this crap, or if she's just really that stupid. Because this is not about 
with this movement on the left is not about same-sex marriage, or they just would have sought civil unions a long time ago and been happy with it. This is about piercing our religious freedoms in this country. This is about going around parents in this country. The, it, this is about the end game here, and it's the destruction of marriage by destroying children. Some of it is just straight up per- perverts. Some of it is people that, like her, maybe don't understand the bigger picture and what's going on. But we have to understand. It's our job as conservatives and, and as Republicans to understand what the end game is here. As decent human beings. As decent human beings. To stop this. Because if we don't stop this, Skins, we're done. We're done. How much more time do you think we got to stop this? Not much. Not much. Practically already there. Yeah. In, in, in a, for a variety of different ways, because as this, because when, you, when you've got idiots, brain-dead bents like this Alyssa Farrar, who's actually going around going, hey, I don't have any problem with what's going on here. I don't see any problem with this bill. This bill that now is going to, to result in lawsuits all over this country seeking to destroy individuals and small businesses who don't want to go along with this far-left agenda. This is a, the, the end game here is about denying our civil rights. That's what it is. And if you're so stupid that you don't get it, lady, that she's the quintessential useful idiot. And these people don't understand that they're not going to, to, to be considered friends in the end. Those are the ones that that spy. They're from, usually cast aside first. Usually cast aside first. We're going to take, take a break. When we come back, I see the phones are ringing. We'll get to your calls when we come back. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. We've got about five minutes left in this segment, so we're going to take a couple of calls. Francisca's on the line. She wants to talk about solutions for the GOP in regards to the yes. social issues. Hello, my dear. What, what's your ideas for the Republican Party? Well, first of all, I totally agree with what you're saying, okay? What I'm upset at is because I hear only that we we hear narrative, we repeat narrative, but there is no action. So my question was why is because we don't have leaders. And somebody Mm -hmm. told me because people need to have a leader in order to move. So most of the people that I talk to, most of them already know what I know. Most of it. But, you know, so where are the leaders? Mm-hmm. We cannot move one person by person. We have a party. I belong to a party. I give money to, you know, you name it. I, I give it. So, but for nothing. So, the, uh, so I look for what is the weakest part is because we need to uh, demand that we need to have power, regular p- people reform the Republican Party mm-hmm. in order for us to have power so we can make the check and balance. That will be one, one, th- that in order for me to see that we can make a change that will be through them, uh, through reform the uh, Republican Party so regular people can have pa- can have power or we do not belong to the Republican Party. That's my position. The other one is, uh, is stop the narrative translating what this woke, liberal, uh, Marxist, Islamic, uh, communist, uh, you, uh, Democrats, you name it, mafia, period. Is stop repeating what they said, but we need to have our own narrative. We need to repeat our narrative. And, and I want to give credit to somebody that actually has been encouraging me by looking at him because this is um, our, our bishop, uh, Vigano, Carlo Vigano from the Catholic Church. 
I've been following the Catholic Church for the longest time because I'm supposed to be a Catholic. And then when I saw nobody was fighting, this is since Obama, you know, having five bishops uh, praying at the border. I saw, I, I was crying like a little girl. So, but then, uh, uh, then I discovered some people like me finally started speaking up. So you can check that um, under uh, Carlo Vigano is fighting the fight, repeating names. Uh, you, and the names that we know that uh, is saying that this well, is a new world order, this is a tactical right. humanity, Francisca, we need to fight. Francisca, we yes. love you so much. We appreciate your calling in. You're right. We need leaders. And, um, and instead of just talking amongst ourselves, we need to demand that our leaders in the Republican Party and our, and, and our religious leaders, uh, that they speak up as well. And it sounds like you found some in the Catholic Church to do that. Thank you for calling yes. in. And the, I've got to quickly now go to Mark in Point Loma. He's got something he wants to say about a bill that makes it legal for adults to have sex with children. Hey, Mark. Hey, good evening, Andrea. Yeah, SB 145, good old uh, Gavin Newsom, the ambassador of abortions, uh, just, uh, you know, backed this bill up that allows a 20 or 21-year-old adult to have sex with an 11-year-old. It's absolutely disgusting, and everybody should be talking about it and raising holy hell about it with your congressman and your senator. Yeah, I I agree. Everybody to start calling and emailing their congressman about this. Gavin Newsom's out of control. He's passed 13 abortion bills in the last six months. That one, for example, if if you have a an infant in the first 25 days of the child's life, if you shook the baby to death or your your baby's daddy dropped it and the baby died or was injured mm-hmm. no criminal investigation right. it's disgusting basically basically it, it basically you can kill your your child up to uh, up to 25 days after birth yeah we've talked about these bills on our show and oh, I'm glad. Uh, yeah you. and you know it, it it's it's such a you know it, it's crazy mark because it's like there's it's such a shock and awe of an assault on our nation in every aspect of evil that there is and so much of it is involving children by by the way, whether it's the abortion issue, LBGT, the pedophile issue, the transing issue of children. I mean, this is how you destroy this is how you destroy a nation and destroy a society. You do it through the children at the same time, at the same time that you're hold on at the same time that you're economically destroying it. We've got financial thought Dr. Dave Elhoff to be with us next. So while they're destroying it economically, destroying it militarily, we've got an open border, destroying our society and our culture. And quite frankly, Mark, we're really really hanging off an edge and francisco was right we don't have any leaders out there stopping this in any way final thoughts we've got final thoughts 15 seconds final thoughts god bless you all have a beautiful holiday and let's start calling our congressmen and emailing them on a daily basis until something's done about this i agree i agree with you mark thank you thank you have a great evening thank you so much we got, uh, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff about the economy, economic news today, and the border. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.